This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. We are here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, drinking nothing but the badass beers. I am John Denman, your host, DJ Muskratch, producer, sitting there spinning the badass music that you'll be hearing in and out of the segments. And then uh, between the segments, we have a badass funk band, local Houston band, Tighten Up, going to be playing some music. So you guys check them out, and they'll be on later in the show. We have, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun show because this is kind of a first. Uh, one of my buddies uh, ran into this guy quite a bit for over the last four years at different events, and then finally he's like, man, let's go drink some beer and come hang out at the pub, eat some delicious pizza, Alvino pizza, and have some great eight wonder beers. So Mark Austin from the Convoy Group is hanging out tonight. With a big slice of pizza Alvino in his mouth. And then from 8th Wonder Brewery, Ryan Soroka is hanging out. What up? So it's going to be a fun show tonight. And this episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by our friends at Bell's Brewery, bringing everyone their latest seasonal Oktoberfest beer. Crafted as a flavorful session beer and perfect for autumn, Oktoberfest spends a full six weeks fermenting with herbal hop aromas. Balanced Amber Lager focuses on lightly toasted malt that lends body without too much sweetness. It's a. It's just going to be a, you know, perfect for any day. You know, it's hot right now. You can throw this one down in the heat. When it cools down, sitting by the fire, you can drink it then. So grab a Bell's Brewing Oktoberfest next time you're out. So let's get this show started because uh, we've got a bunch of astroturfs in front of us and some empty cans. I was. I was. I don't know why, but I was. It's just. I went on. Uh, just robotic mode for a minute because there was a beer can in front of me closed and initially I was going to say, man, as soon as we started the show, I'm going to start off with the delicious, you know, the, the beautiful sound of a beer can opening, but I just... You couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. It, it was just sitting there closed. My, my, just by natural instinct was to open a, open a beer. So The can design is so alluring. It, 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 it you look at it, you're attention. like, this needs to be drank. There's a high likelihood we'll be popping a few more beers. So I think so. So maybe if we can, uh, maybe next segment, unless we need to do some during this segment, then we'll crack open a few more beers. But we are here at Drink of Ages Pub. We have Mark Austin from the Convoy Group, Ryan Soroka from 8th Wonder Brewery. They're on the east side of town hanging out tonight. Uh, man, both of you guys, over the last few years that I've known you, have done a whole lot of tremendous things and have seen growth in both of your markets. So let's, Ryan, I mean, you're 8th Wonder Brewery, so in the, what you've seen in the beer industry over the last four years you guys have been open is just phenomenal, and the growth that you guys have had there at the brewery. From the initial small warehouse tap room uh, to now the new place, the new brewery, the backyard, that's a giant leap over the last four years. Yeah, you know, it's pretty exciting. Uh, we're just having fun, man. We're, we're brewing beer and throwing events, and we're really excited to be a part of the local beerscape. Um, you know, we're the sixth brewery to open in 2013, and, and now there's over 40 in, you know, 2017, and that's a great thing. 
it's a it's a great time for brewers, a great time for beer drinkers, and it's a great time for the city of Houston. And again, we're just uh, we're we're happy to be a part of it and having a lot of fun. Uh, Mark, you jumped in the music scene quite a while ago, uh, yeah, a couple how- years. Yeah, and you jumped in and, and noticed that. Well, Houston music scene. There was a time like I remember. All right, let me backtrack a little bit because, like, growing up, I went to a whole lot of shows. Come down to Houston, and there was a lot of bands that I really enjoyed watching, you know. And so when I look at, remember the old public news, and so I flip to the public news and see who's playing and come watch, come watch shows. Then when I look back on it, it was about the time I had my first kid is when I started to realize, like, oh man, the Houston music scene's kind of taking a little slump. But at the same time. I wasn't really going to a whole lot of shows. So, because I had a new kid, Ryan, you might understand you don't get out very much. S- slows things down. With, yeah, a, yeah. with a new baby. I mean, they're fun to take. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Kids are great. But yeah, they kind of slow you down on, on doing things like that. And then once I got a little older, then I started going to shows. And then there are all these new bands. There's all these new bands that had come up over the last few years. And it's like, man, Houston is putting out some amazing music. Yeah, I mean, new to you, right? So I mean, it's 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 uh, there's peaks and valleys, dude. There's uh, there's gutters and strikes. I mean, you, I think everyone has their period of Houston music. I didn't move here till '99, so um, I can't quote or talk about anything before that. So, and, and then when I moved here, I had zero expectations for the music scene, and I, I was I've always been at that time. I was always like, I'm gonna go to the Woodlands twice a year and give Dave Matthews two hundred fifty dollars. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> And that's what I did. And um, not until I got dragged out <clears throat> to a local show. And even then, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is going to be garbage, man. You're wasting my Thursday or Friday or Saturday night. And I had my mind blown. Like, it was just like, wow, this happens in our city? This is probably the only band this good. And so I've always, since that time, I've had that most open mind about it. And I'm constantly, man, I, I, I'm constantly looking for that next great opportunity. And it's not because... I'm trying to capitalize on it because I legitimately would rather pay $5 to see some amazing, great local band than to give Dave Matthews another 250 bucks and have to drive to and from the Woodlands. You know, who doesn't want to do that? And I think once more Houstonians figure that out, just that simple mathematics, more will support what we do. But, I mean, the scene's never thrived stronger than it is today. It's in my in my 18 years. I celebrated 18 years in Houston last week, by the way. Like, And I've been adamantly... Thank you. I'm going to... I'm gonna toast this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Let me finish this astroturf. Uh, I didn't do the math, but when you said 18 years, I was like, wait, it can't be 18 man. years. And then I remembered it was 2017. Yeah, man. I moved here in 1999, September 15th, 1999. Um, so I couldn't be more excited. I feel like just like with beer, there's a there's a great there's an amazing correlation right now, honestly, in that just like local music is in a renaissance period in Houston. So is the beer community. So is the the fact that we have a new brewery opening every three months in this city. I mean, we're growing together, and I think that's a super cool thing. And nothing is more tightly wound to one another, tightly bound to one another, than beer and music. Beer and music, It just man. doesn't happen. We spend so much time as Houstonians in our cars, in traffic, in dead still traffic. And I'm maybe, maybe more professional Houstonians and less like myself. But, I mean, I remember a time when I thought, I just want to get out of my car and hang out with other people. Because I spend so much time in my car, probably listening to music or the radio or whatever, not socializing. So now that all these breweries are online and they have such amazing 
uh, entertainment schedules and opportunities to be with one another. Houstonians rush to the opportunity to be outside, drinking beer, listening to music with each other. Because well, I think we spend so much time in our cars. Absolutely. So that's we just have it's a natural attraction to one another. I mean, it's something that that 15 years ago somebody said in the middle of August in Houston we're going to have outdoor shows. In June we're going to have outdoor shows where 100,000 people. I mean, it's just, uh, tens of thousands of people are going to show up to. Uh, I would have thought they were crazy. Why do you think that is? What do you think there is? I think it's the same thing. That I people, think we sit in our damn people, cars yeah, too they much. Sit, they sit yeah. at, well, they're just too focused on Houston. You, you, I grew up, I lived in Houston my whole life. But uh, you know, I talk to people all the time here at the pub, like, why did you come to Houston? Oh, my job. Because you can, you can make a good living and make a lot of money in Houston. But outside of that, you know, there's not... There wasn't that much that people were expecting out of Houston. So now when they get here, they realize, hey, man, there's some great beers. There's some great music to listen to. There's some great shows. Yeah. And over the last six years, some of the, the bigger events that are happening, I mean, it's just pulling a bunch of people out of their normal routine and just forcing them to go out there and sweat a little so bit. So like you, John, I'm born and raised in Houston as well. And I can personally lucky. attest. I am lucky. <laughs> I can personally attest that this city has evolved tremendously and I think that is part of what makes the city great is that we're continuously evolving right and our city looks way different than it did five years ago way different than it did 10 years ago and sure as hell looks way different than it did 20 years ago plus right and that's just kind of a byproduct of a really vibrant diverse and just kind of city that maybe is a late bloomer compared to other cities but for whatever for whatever it's worth, we're we're coming into our own now, and we seem to continuously morph and come into our own and kind of discover ourselves and what what our city and what our population likes, and that's a great thing, y'all. And with that comes entertainment, being music, being the food and beverage scene, sports. which is top notch. Sports. A, every sports stadium is brand new. The museum district. We have a fantastic city, and it kind of used to be our little secret, and I don't think it's that way anymore. And uh, you know. For better or for worse, that's what it is. But we should be lucky, and it, it's fun. We're, we're living in a fun time here. Yeah. What we, was? We have, I want to say this real quick. In that thought, is we all have a mutual friend, a mutual friend in Jay Rasco, Guns and Tacos. Nice. And hey, he what's said, up, Jay? And he said, he, to this day, is still the greatest tweet I've ever read, and he won an award for it. But it, he said he tweeted, "Houston is the funnest city in America, as long as you know what you're doing." And I, and I love that about it. I think that if you do know what you're doing, because when I moved here and people would come visit, it was I either take you to the Galleria or to NASA. And now it's like those are the last things on my list. And I think his his tweet his tweet sold it to me. Like that is exactly how I feel about the city. And so I, I beg people to like come here and let me just show you around because the four or five things I'm going to take you to, you would never even get to. And I, nor and a lot of those things you couldn't even experience in many other cities around the country. For sure, you know, and that's pretty special. Well, no matter what you're into, no matter what you like, you will find it in Houston, and it will be some of the best of. Mark's into some really weird stuff. I mean, real weird. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, we're into it together. But I'm, out on, I'm out on Richmond Avenue, like West Side sometimes. What is this, 1994? <laughs> I'm at Sam's Boat, <laughs> chugging Bud Light. Dude, uh, the Daiquiri yeah. Factory. And then I stumble into uh, David Buster's. Riches. Nice. <laughs> we're just plugging everyone on <laughs> Richmond, man. <laughs> And I those, remember getting those... kicked out of Rich's one night. <laughs> we'll tell the story later. Let's take a break. Uh, when we get back, we'll talk more with Mark Austin and Ryan Soroka. This is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. 
you guys got the latest batch of one of my favorite beers spindle taps houston haze another great beer this brewery has put out to go along with wildcatter hop gusher tool pusher and others you may still be able to grab a four pack or a pint if you make it up to the brewery just 10 minutes from downtown spindle taps air conditioned brewery offers relief from the houston heat tap room is open fridays and saturdays with great food on premise spindletapbrewing.com go to pizzaovino.com then once you're there Click on the Receive Newsletter and leave your email address. Your name will be selected in a drawing for two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints of their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizzo Vino. Also, Pizzo Vino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strambolis. And speaking of strombolias, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak stromboli. Absolutely delicious. Drink of Ages, we are back on here at Drink of Ages Pub. Having a good time tonight. We have Mark Austin from the Convoy Group. Ryan Soroka from 8th Wonder Brewery. Uh, so let's, let's get back to Mark for a little bit because you know, a lot of people a lot of people recognize Mark. Uh, you know, legend in the music scene. has done a whole lot. Promoter, manager. Uh, it's a really badass band. I mean, he, since he's been in Houston, like, since I've known him, he's just been a Houston hype man. Much possible. I was watching an Astros game, and I'm like, "Hey, look! There's a cameo by by Mark Austin on the Astros. He looked no, good on commercial. It just says Mark Astros, Astros fan. fan. Mark Astros, but by Mark Astros fan. And <laughs> one of the things that uh, also, because I've known you for a while, and yeah, you know, say we bump bump into each other and, and chit chat at different events and things, but. Uh, after the the hurricane, both of you guys, man, Eighth Wonder Brewery and, and Mark, you guys just just went relentless and did so many good things for so many people out there. Eighth Wonder was out pulling people from the floodwaters. Mark, you were out there once they pulled them from the floodwaters, taking them to shelters. I mean, it was you guys did some amazing work. How are you not going to do that, man? This is a uh, you know our our city was impacted in a bad way and. 
anyone who could help, I think, rose to the occasion, you know? Yeah, people wrote articles about the Eighth Wonder. What's it called? What do you call the truck? So we call it the Deuce, but it's actually not a Deuce. It's a five-ton military vehicle. All right. <laughs> well, the Cinco? What is that? You can call it the Cinco. Call the Cinco. That. The, I was in Meyerland on Monday after the flight. I'd been there Sunday, all day Sunday, running off of 610. But I went back on Monday. We actually were able to get a little further into the neighborhoods in the van. The Eighth Wonder truck rolled by, and I was like, and I've been going to Eighth Wonder since not long after they opened and I'd seen it when they bought it and I was like that's just a prop I didn't even know that we'd done stuff with it but with me but I never saw it move ever and it drove by with the, with the logo on it and I was like what the hell and I'm somebody who's seen this truck more than most people I'm like I had no idea it ran it had people in it and they were on a mission they weren't doing two miles an hour they were doing like 60 through like seven foot water well listen it was it was First and foremost, hats off to my, my partner Alex and a bunch of really brave members of our team, uh, Robert and Alex and Jack and, and many others. There were people who needed help, literally trapped in their homes in seven, eight plus feet of floodwaters. They knew we had that vehicle and they asked for our help, so we immediately responded. And after that, they just started pulling people off homes left and right and spent the next five days after the storm doing it. And we had this vehicle that could do it. Why wouldn't they do well, it? Well, it was the right? same size as all the mili- like the National Guard. I was out there and I watched that. But the funny, the funniest story, and it's not. I mean, it's funny, but it's fun and, and it's it's serious. But they, this truck. I'm in Meyerland, right? And I'm ch- chasing Adam Brackman from Axel Right Around. Like he's like in a in a raft, pulling people out, bringing them to my van, kind of thing. Yeah, Adam was crushing it. He was crushing, and but he was on a mission. This dude had his. He had it together. It was pretty amazing to watch. I was just a hanger on. I wasn't just driving a van. I didn't do anything heroic. This cat was in, he was in attic. He sent me a text Monday morning of him in an attic with someone's 80 year old grandmother and her four dogs. And he's trying to convince her to get out of the attic. He's she, not only, she didn't want to leave. He's only there to save her. He's trying to convince her to leave her home. But we're in this neighborhood and the freaking, the deuce rolls by. And I'm like, I'm sitting there jaw dropped. I'm like, I cannot believe I just saw this vehicle. This is Monday morning after the floods, right? We'd been out Sunday, all day Sunday, all day Monday. I see it Sunday morning. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe that. But I also don't think to text Ryan or anything. And then we finish the assignments we had in the Myland area, and we're like, man, we need to get to the northeast side of town. We need to go to Fifth Ward. We need to. Is that Fifth Ward? It's, Fifth so Ward, it's yeah. Kirkwood, Kirkwood, and Six Ten. Yeah. I mean, it's to get there. It's a whole nother radio show. I mean, it was impressive that we were able to get our vehicles all there. Excuse me, and uh, AstroTurf, <clears throat> and. Um, uh, so we get to Kirkwood, and I'm hanging out, and I'm waiting. Adam just doesn't even tell me what to do. He just goes right in the water, starts pulling people out. I'm sitting in a van, like, filling it up. All of a sudden, the deuce comes by again. This is, like, three hours later. And this time it's doing 70 miles an hour through eight feet of water. You're like, how in the hell did they get this truck over here? That, that, it was mind-blowing. And, yeah. and it wasn't that they would loan the truck to somebody. To me, the thing that moved me, I, I got I got super, I'm going to get super emotional talking about this, is it's not that the truck was being borrowed and someone was just driving around saving people. These were the dudes. No, These that, are the guys running the damn brewery. Yeah. Driving this truck around in the water. Like, and the National Guard dudes weren't even getting in the same water. Alex drove by like he was... I can't even talk about it. Like it was. I, I it, get emotional about it too, and I'm I'm super proud of what they did. And they didn't think twice. People needed help. We had the resources and a vehicle to do so. 
So they went out and, and helped. I mean, what? But R.I.P. Deuce, right? Like, tell us about the Deuce. Yeah, so it, after about four or five days of rescue missions, it actually stalled out in West Houston in about seven feet of flood water. Oh, no. It got towed back to the brewery. And days later. Days later, left, like yeah. almost almost a week and a half later. And it's back to the brewery. It'll either remain as a Harvey Shrine in the lounge, or maybe we... Uh, we're already looking at some some engines to to swap out and then get it back I out. I think we should do some nude nude Photoshop sh- shots on it. Like sure, like yeah, do a full artistic though, very no, no, artistic. Totally artistic. Oh, man. Yeah. Count me in. It'll raise a bunch of money to All get right. a new motor. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, look. Yes. In, in addition to that, so it yeah, keeps giving. And I know I know Mark and and, and Adam and the Axel Rad team and and many other people in Houston have been very instrumental in, in this recovery effort. But you know, for the entire month of, of September, we're donating a dollar a pint we've sold in our tap room. Um, we, we we want to help out and continue helping out. This is not something that flash in the pan kind of thing. Like people, you know, people are struggling, and this is something that we as a community need to help people out. And it's gonna take a little bit of time, but I think I think Houston's resilient, and you know, we were knocked down but not knocked out, and we'll be back, and we are back. It's gonna know? be a minute. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna be a little bit, and that's one of the things that once it's not on the news anymore, people just kind of like ah, they just forget, go back about their daily routines. But there's still. I can lot. tell you firsthand. I'm still actively planning things through the end of the year. Yeah, like big, bigger, bigger events than we're doing today. We're working on much bigger stuff, and it's going to continue to happen. And we're okay with that because we get it where people don't that it's a long haul situation. You know, we we met with in the middle of all this. I was working with several other organizations and, that were doing crazy stuff, and we went and met with FEMA. Uh, on the second week of this, and they said we literally just closed the FEMA books on Katrina a month ago. So you mentioned Katrina that was ten years ago. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned Katrina, and that this Harvey was PTSD for me because I was in New Orleans. I lived in New Orleans during Katrina. Jeez. We had to evacuate. You know, like hey, pack a weekend bag. We'll be back. Like we have every other hurricane. We left in August of two thousand. What was it? Two thousand five. We didn't get back till January of 2006. It wasn't like, yeah, we'll be back on a weekend. So this Harvey stuff was not cool. It really like wow. stirred up really bad memories. And you know, but what I think the most cathartic thing about it, the most therapeutic thing, is really Houston as a as a community came together. And I think it was unseen and unheard of at, in any other kind of catastrophe. I mean, it's great to know that we have each other's back, and, and wow. we'll continue to do so. You know. Wow. That's impressive. Um, I I lived through Allison. I mean, we, were, we lived in Timber Grove, right here, I-10, Suggester, and never never flooded. And that night of Allison, we had our first kid at Herman Hospital, which flooded also. On the night? Allison On the night, hit? yeah. Allison oh, came that Friday God. night, yeah. And I guess so the hurricane will do some labor. It's one of those that, it's like, I know we had 18 inches of water in our house, and it destroyed everything. I mean, we had to get rid of everything that we owned, basically. Yeah. Wow. Because we just had a new, newborn baby. We didn't want the baby on the couch that had flood no. water, the beds, or any of that stuff. So we, we had to trash and scrap everything. And I look at these homes that had 10 feet of water in them. I mean, we were able to save. There was stuff like the photos and things that we had in the top shelf. We were able to save. Those people lost everything. Wow. And I'm working with um, uh, Budweiser to help out musicians. I got granted some money to help some musicians. And we've started a process to try to identify the musicians that lost. And um, there's been some pretty catastrophic losses. 
you know, and this weekend we're going to do an event with them and we're going to lace them up. And But they're going to come. They don't want money. They don't want to be very Houston of these musicians. They're like, we don't want to just take the money. Can we just come perform for it? Yeah. You know, and it's amazing to watch and see how many people have had legitimately catastrophic losses uh, related to it. And it's, it's going to be years before we identify. People are pretty confidential about it. They don't want everybody knowing they lost. No one wants a handout. It's crazy to think that you could seek out to somebody and say, we've got the ability to help you. They're like... They were like, nah, man, we're good. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it back ourselves. It's well. That's one of the, one of the things I was thinking that would be like, where does all this money go? And I thought one thing that would help because there's so many just middle class working people out there that you know they're almost living paycheck to paycheck. They've got a little bit saved up, but this happens to them, and now the deductible and so yeah. it's like, man, why? Let's start a fund to at least start giving families, hey, here's some money for your deductible. To help cover the cost of yep. the insurance, things like that. There's some real money into people's pockets to help cover the cost. It's tough, man. I see a lot of people that that qualify for opportunities to help, and they're like, "No, my, my wasn't as bad. Mine yeah. wasn't as bad as the other guy." And then that perpetuates itself, and all of a sudden, no one's asking for help because we're too tough. <laughs> I love that about our city. You know, it's, it sucks, but it's exactly who we are. Yep, it's a great city, guys. We gotta take a break because we are running out of time, and I'm out of beer. So, drink of ages. We'll be right back. Let me hear you jam. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Ryan with NOLA Brewing. Blessed are the thirsty, and Back Pew Brewing has the answer. Their Saints and Sinners lineup is full of badass beers like Blue Testament, Seder Swill, Ninth Circle, and their new Pale Ale, Evil Doer. Tap Ruben is open Saturday, noon to 5 p.m., with lots of badass beers, outdoor games, and frisbee golf. Food trucks are on site, ready for you to just snack it up. Find the Back Pew Brews and stores and all good drinking places. Cheers. Eighth Wonder Brewery, our buds on the east side's latest release, AstroTurf, is a throwback cream ale dry hop with a healthy amount of Amarillo hops. This easy drinking 5.2% ABV cream ale goes down way too easy and is perfect for any time. Also, get ready for Oktoberfest at Eighth Wonder Brewery. Saturday, October 14th, 11 to 10 p.m., Oktoberfest beer will be on tap along with specially cast, limited edition glassware with live music and great food. 8thWonderBrew.com for more info.
<laughs> That's that sound I've been waiting on as I, I open a can of beer all over my microphone. So bear with me while I squeegee that off. But yes, this is Drink of Ages. I'm John Denman, DJ Muskrash, my producer. We're here at Drink of Ages Pub. Mark Austin from the Convoy Group. Ryan Soroka from 8th Wonder Brewery is our guest tonight. And what the music you're hearing in the background is a little tightened up. They are tightening up the bongos at the moment. Um, congas. The congas. Right so they'll be, they'll be on the next segment to talk about their new album release and what they have going on. But, uh, but no, man, Mark, the, one of the things that, that like in the last few years, because uh, The Suffers is one of your bands. Mm-hmm. Suffers, which is just phenomenal music. There's all, all hard, there's so many of them, but they, they, they come together and they play such great music. They came on the show, and now it's probably been like four years ago since that, they came on the show. That may predate me, actually. Yeah, they, they stopped in when we were over on News 92 in the studio off of Westland, okay. and somehow all of us fit in that studio for a, a little people. acoustic session. And oh, wow. Oh, it was wonderful. And then Cam, I, and myself, and Preston went over to Cottonwood, ate burgers, and drank beers. And it was just such a great, great time. And that's what's where it's like, man, that, that she is she's special. She, she, and I actually put in my notes, you know, to, to mention Kim is like almost like the sweetheart of Houston now. I mean, she's done so many national anthems. Uh, I mean, and such being such a phenomenal icon, and I like, I, I'm so happy to see that yeah. with that band. Yeah. Now, she's, uh, she and the band are uh, super serious about where they're from, you know, and we, and, and it, it's, it's so natural that it comes across that way. It's funny that, to think about doing what they do now after the flood, but I mean, for we're probably coming up on 350 or 400 shows in the last four or five years, and every show, whether it's five people or 5,000 people, or actually in Austin one time it was 25,000, they at least three times a show. Cam asks, we only ask a few things of our audience, is we want you to remember where we're from and what the name of the band is. So she says, what's the name of the band? And people scream, The Suffers. Where are we from? Houston. And uh, it's, it's, it's something to watch when it's thousands of people screaming the word Houston. Um, going forward, I feel like it's going to be a very serious you know, opportunity for people to connect with us. And not that we're going to wear it on our sleeves about how they operate, but they're very proud to be from Houston. Cam has several tattoos, but one of them is of... It's the historian James Glassman's the uh, famous famous drawing of the freeways, uh, and people and uh, you know one of them is going to change soon with the Pierce Elevated being demolished or whatever. But she has that tattooed on her wrist, and it's on the drum head of the bass drum of the band, which was on David Letterman, David Jimmy Letterman. Kimmel, and yeah. and all those things. Uh, Trevor Noah. Uh, it's something they're just super proud of. Everybody in the band is born and raised Houstonians. Some are first generation Americans. Um, so it's you know for the band to be from here and do what they do and and represent the city like they do it's if you can't get behind that you, you probably you know like like David Letterman said if you can't do this you should get out of the business exactly you know, like that, we feel that way about our fans. I remember watching that live and it it, 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 it grabbed me. Yeah, yeah. I was in there watching. It. I was I was excited. You know I was like holy crap this is amazing. I know these people. 
I've drank beer with these people. Their music's great. They're on David Letterman. Yeah, who David Letterman is just is they were one of the one last of the twenty performers on the show, right? Yes. We they, they got picked to be on that show and they had no music released. We had to release music to be on the show, and uh, we I got us I got us in a bar in in Brooklyn or in, no, it was in Manhattan rather. Um, after, because it taped during the day, and then we watched it tonight. So we had a viewing party. We had three viewing parties in Houston, and we had one in, in New York, and it was on a giant screen. Like we had to do it, a projector on a 10 foot screen, and we all cried like babies. I mean, the bar was full. It was like 300 people in the bar, yeah. and everyone cried. And it was one of the most emotional moments of my whole life because it was so much civic pride for where we're from and how disrespected our city had been for so long. And I'm not even from here. I didn't move here till '99. So, uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing opportunity for me as a human to be associated with those guys doing what they do. And I'm I'm so happy we we're able to have them at the brewery two or three times before that Letterman show, before they blew up, before now well, we can't afford them we anymore. We announced David Letterman. <laughs> I don't know if it, I'm a member of the numbers. Let's see, we we couldn't announce Letterman until 21 days before the performance which I believe was on March 30th, so we announced it on March 9th. But the annual was like party March 12th or was something. in the middle of all that. Yeah, it was like March so, 12th. So this band had been announced that they were playing Letterman, and then we announced they were playing at the, the brewery. second yeah. second annual. It was our set. Well, they played a few times, though, but right before that Letterman show was the second anniversary. What but then the- they did the Premium Good show. Yeah, with, with Bun. Bun B, yeah. And then they did the secret show for Unta- uh, Untapped, right. right? Remember? Well, after party After thing, party, yeah. 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 So, I mean, we've been I fortunate forget. to have them three times. Yeah. Uh, now they're like, you know, too cool for school. Just kidding. Cam and the whole crew and <laughs> Choppy and all them. We're and short one zero. We're short one. We get one more zero. And then, then we're too cool? Hey, right, yo, we'll, <laughs> we'll make that push. We'll make that push, man. <laughs> Eight figures. Just pull, get your checkbook out. Let's get serious. But how serious are you, Ryan? Let's see the checkbook. I don't carry a checkbook. I think I need to get my drink of ages fee and all this. Yeah. This is where we're doing yeah. everything <laughs> here. DOA service charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. March what? Uh, for the five year? You yeah. already talking five year? Yeah, baby. Man, that's March seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. People need to know. I mean, we're about to we're about to drop some some tickets and and a lineup. Are we? Are you ready for that, Mark? So I, I don't even think John, you made this connection, but you may know. But so Mark handles all the music for Eighth Wonder. That's such a surprise. No, actually, I knew that. I know, yes. I know. But, like, yeah, so Mark's been doing it for at least four years now. We're going on. It'll be our, I did the one-year anniversary. So that was my first gig with you was the one-year anniversary. All right. Yeah, this will be the. Was that one year? That was the first. Who played? Uh, Ishi. Ishi. With Poor Pilot and Young Mammals. Yeah. And can't remember. We're so, going to need to pull this That up. was the one year, though. Yeah. And then, uh, so Mark's been doing this for Listen, four years. Listen, they'll say this. The first year anniversary's budget was $1,500 for talent. That's right. We made it work, though. <laughs> we made it work, man. No, nah, but Mark's been running our music program for, for four years, and we do live music every Thursday and Friday at the brewery. Mark the showcases. Eight track, that's right. Yep. You know, we sponsor a lot of music around town here at Drink of Ages, uh, White Oak Music Hall, and a bunch of other venues around town, Warehouse Live, and we love music. We love Houston music. We love supporting the Houston music scene. And Mark's the man here. And uh, I think I just we spend your money. I don't. Hey, man, you spend you spend it well, and and we're we're happy to support the scene. For sure, and you do it well. But one of the things that you guys have coming up at the brewery that I'm looking forward to October 14th, right. the Oktoberfest. 
It's coming up. Did I that, say that is right? right, John. I know. I just October fourteenth, Saturday, all day, no cover, no tickets necessary. Come to the brewery. We've got a great lineup. Mark booked us. Uh, opening up is DJ Gracie Chavez, followed by Texture Yellow, leading into Heapin' Helpin', rolling right into the Midnight Stroll and the feature of the night, Quaker City Nighthawks. Come, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, check it out. Midnight Stroll's got some new music coming. That's something that's going to surprise a lot of people. That's the lead guy from Ghostland Observatory. Uh, you know, different project, but still the same. Aaron Barron. Rock and vibe. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. And John, you're going to be there, I hear. I will be there, of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you going to pace yourself? No. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm always a sprint. So he says he's gonna drink a, a lot of grape soda and just have to have a good time. I'm a, I heard about that grape soda that yeah. you guys have. Grape drink is good. Is our, it called grape our, our, drink? It's called uh, purple stuff. Purple, purple stuff. Yeah, but we also have a uh, homemade sarsaparilla. That's our eighth wonder root beer. And then of course we got cream soda and ginger beer. But you know we got at least ten to fifteen beers on tap as well. I was there last Thursday and. For the Dead of the World, Dead Rabbit show. We finally booked something John likes. Yeah, and I, I was there. I was there for that. I, mean, I love good punk music. Was it lit AF? It was very lit. And But the, the beautiful thing about it was that yeah, I was kind of concerned about how they would go. Dead Rabbits could entertain anybody. Yeah, And, and so once they started playing... The first row, everybody was kind of watching, and then the, where you had the covers and the wood deck and everything starts, people were kind of just sitting there at tables, and as they played, people started turning, and then all of a sudden, everybody in that row was watching. And then a little bit later, the next row back by the Bochibaw pits and all that, they started kind of turning and watching. That's and awesome. Yeah, so I was like, all right, man, that's what it's, what it's all about. They threw so down. We, we want to expose, I mean, it's not always the band everybody knows we want and they have a built-in audience it's not hard to book music at eighth wonder because there's always a lot of people there you know and like ultimately no band wants to play in front of no one but we also want to give young artists who don't necessarily have a fan base an opportunity to play somewhere where people are going to hear them and get exposed to them and we thrive on that like we want we want the band that we had that nobody knew to ultimately headline the annual party someday. That's I mean, exactly right. Yeah, and, and that's what the 8-track sessions are all about. It's You can show up, you know, no commitment, no cover, no ticket, but you're going to find some good music. And, and get rocked. Yeah, and, and it, that's rocked. right, and it's going to be a good time, and I think you might discover a new band that you'll, you'll try to follow, you know? Or you get Dead Rabbits and Dead of the World who come rip. You know, and you and they bring their own fans, but then we got we got the Eighth Wonder fans that are there. And they're like, dude, I found this band that blew my head off. I've had so many people call me on like Boomtown Brass Band, which is a bunch of dudes playing like brass instruments, so just good, chilling, yes. and they're amazing. They play here uh, the last Sunday of every month. We do an old school New Orleans cool. with a Michelada bar. Bring your own vodka, Bloody Mary bar. Wow, wow, that's a good one. That's a great move. It's very good. People have called and booked Boomtown for their wedding from seeing them at, you know I mean, stuff like that. And that's the whole premise of what the, these guys are doing. They Eighth Wonder could have no music and still be one of the most amazing breweries in the city, legitimately. But they come out of pocket and say, we know you're going to come here anyway and jam. We want to entertain you. We want you to hang around. And that's a sincere investment in the Houston music community. And they're not even thinking of it that way. They're thinking, we just want you to come here and have a good time. That's all we want to do. And I get lucky enough to spend their money 
and put the next great bands on that stage. Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're lucky enough to have people who support us from day one who yeah, allow us to do that, right? So, I mean, we, we, thank, we thank them. We thank you. Thank you. If we told you the budget on Oktoberfest and that it's free to attend, you would think this guy's crazy. I, I, I think he's crazy. But I'm not going to tell him to his face because I want to use you his... You want to keep getting paid? I want to keep getting paid, baby. <laughs> No, I want to keep putting great local, you know, great local regional music on a stage for Houstonians to come enjoy for free. That's that's nuts, you man. Know, don't sleep on Midnight Stroll. Don't sleep on Quaker City Nighthawks. And we got some local acts. Keeping Helpin's great. Texture yeah. Yellow. You, you turned me on to them. Yeah, that they're cool. Um, super cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. All right. Well, it's a free event. October fourteenth, Eighth Wonder Brewery. 11 a.m. Yeah. to 10 p.m. You, you know the weather is going to be much better. <laughs> it's going to be. Let's hope. It's going to be your better. Wheaties, eat your Wheaties. Yes, and be prepared. Be prepared for a lot of good beer, some purple drink, and some badass music. That's so, right. All right, man. Mark, appreciate you coming, hanging out, man. It's always a good time to see you, Ryan. Same thing, man. You, what you guys do in Houston, both of you, man, is fantastic, and and you too, John. Yeah, John. Um, cheers to you, man. You've always been supportive of uh, both the local beer and music scene. And so, music. thanks. Uh, it's, it's two fun scenes that I'm happy to be part of. I mean, just what, what else would you want to do other than restaurants? Uh, I really want to get in that because I love. You know, Yo, when so are we when are we bring back Funk Fest? Funk Fest. Yeah, funk this, Fest? this trio right here. That's actually he's, on, he's he's done it. He's done it already. John has. Yeah, this this, this, tri, this, tri, this triad right here. This one actually we definitely need to talk about and get that one get that one going again because it's it's a phenomenal. This 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 so part won't be on the radio, but uh, beer, for real, beer we'll, and we'll cheese. Backtrack and over there. And I'm trying. I'm chasing down Bayou City Funk right now. They were scheduled to be on at Funk Fest. No, yeah, we're going to bring a New Orleans act yeah. headline. Like, yeah. we, we got the we the talk agent. about this off air. Yeah, yeah, off air, off yeah. air. The agent. Yeah. All right, well, one of the bands that you guys are going to appreciate that's about to play here live at the pub, Tighten Up, uh, they're going to be on next to talk about their new album they're dropping. And, man, guys, thanks again. Ryan, we've got a, a ridiculous amount of Eighth Wonder empty cans here. So I think it's been a, I think it's been a good show. It's been a good show, y'all. Yep, 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 yep. There's one more unopened. Who needs it? That's you. I've got two right here. i got a, I got a half full beer. All right, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Drink of ages. We'll be right back with Tighten Up. I need you, baby. I need to pay. Whether a start a brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com two beers you need to have in your fridge from no label brewing is 1980s kolsch and brew of h pell 
1980's Kolsch is a traditional German-style Kolsch beer that is lightly hot with a slightly dry, crisp finish. This balanced beer is definitely a crowd pleaser. Speaking of a crowd pleasers, Brew of H Pell is out just in time for college football. Cheer on the home team and enjoy this tasty Pell 1980s Kolsch and Brew of H, great beers from our friends over at No Label Brewing. Ages, we are back on, and this segment is sponsored by H Wonder Brewery. Stop by H Wonder Brewery every Thursday and Friday, 7 p.m. for a track live music series featuring badass local bands and excellent Eight Wonder beer. Their latest release, AstroTurf Dry Hot Cream Mill, which I'm sitting here with two cans in front of me for some reason. Got pints of it over here. Uh, it's, it's a throwback cream ale, dry hop with a healthy amount of Amarillo hop, smooth, easy drinking beer, bolstered by a pungent floral, fruity, and citrus aroma, 5.2% ABV, 24 IBUs. Grab one for your next beer. <laughs> I read through that, yeah, and I've only that. had like seven of these AstroTurfs. <laughs> so, and not including the other beers that has helped make this show what it is what tonight. It is. I like the can. The grass. The can is very top. great. Yes, yeah, AstroTurf. If any, if any football player remembers playing in, in the beer. over at the Astrodome, everybody you know it was great because oh it's AstroTurf. But then there was so many like broken ankles because of the AstroTurf. Um, yeah, I don't think they make that anymore. But it is a good beer. I think it's a health code violation. It probably should be. But. Now we have, hanging out here at Drink Bages Pub, we have, man, one of my favorite local bands, one of my favorite funk bands, that, you know, not just to listen to, but also to hang out with. We have Tighten Up. What's happening? Welcome. Welcome back to some Drink of Ages. You guys have been really busy lately. Uh, last time you were on, there was talks about a new album and this and that, and you guys actually did it. Yes. You got finished with it and put it out there, and so now... That was in August. Got the latest album release. It was, yes. So um, our debut album is called And Now We Can Begin. Cause and now we can begin? And now we can begin? And now we can begin? Now we can, and now we can and begin. And now we can begin. All right. <laughs> Which, when Question I, when, two, what's the name of the album? Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll start in a minute. But... Uh, it was, it was one of those when I saw that, it was like, it was like man, yeah, now we can't begin. I was like, you know what? It actually says a lot. Yeah. It says a lot in one title. Amen. It actually sounds a little bigger than it is. Like, it was a <laughs> rehearsal one night, like, 
Ashley was like kicking off a tune and said, and now we can begin instead of counting it off instead of like, you know, and it, it sounds like some big grandiose like, and now we can enter the universe and begin our lives. But it's not like that. It's just a, you know. And it was like the biggest running joke that we still to, to this day. In we rehearsals. should leave it up to speculation and say like, you know, it's bigger than it is. I don't know. <laughs> and now we can begin our lives. <laughs> All right, we got all that out of the way, so now we can begin (laughs) sleeping at night, (laughs) going grocery shopping, and we got the album out of the way. Yes. Now we can begin. So, no, that's actually, uh, to me, as always, and I've said this before on other shows, that uh, the the fact that you can complete an album and, and get it out there is... Is to be an amazing feat on its own because there's so many different directions and so many ideas that's put into each album for the sound, the lyrics, the everything that to finally agree that this is how it's going to be. Let's get it done. Let's put it out there. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. It was, I'll say it was a fun, creative process yeah. with us and Tighten Up because the way we work together, we just kind of allow the ideas to flow and nurture it. If something doesn't work, we scrap it. Nobody starts yelling like, that was my riff. Don't take it away. And that kind of thing. So we're really, we work really well together. You know, and I think just spirits and funk. Yeah, and part of it too took a lot of, um, it, we took time. We took time for this, for this, for this album. Um, over a year putting it together. Interesting and oddly enough, a couple of the tunes we actually recorded over a year ago until we finally finished it just this, you know, this year to be able to release it, which was, it was cool to even hear that we... The sessions themselves, themselves were actually quick and live. Like, I mean, with the exception to a couple of overdubs and vocals, it's all pretty much, you know, just live and dirty and raw and, you know. Yeah, we're still developing. I mean, what, what, we do, what we did on the album, what we're doing now is different. Like, we've developed all the tunes already to another level because we're just growing together as musicians, you know? We lay down the, we lay down the album, but now we build on the album. The album's like our practice. We Whoa. listen to it to develop new ideas. This is your freshman track. It is. Yes, uh, it's the first one you guys put out, and... So now you get to breathe for a little while, yeah. play a few shows, and then you know, rest on our laurels, drive Ferraris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and get, get that get that car you always dream of. Find a woman. You know, I don't know if y'all been to Miami lately, but <laughs> there's some houses out there that you know just, you start start getting real estate. Right. I think that's how it works. Start buying real estate. Right, right. Not very safe. That's the plan. That's, that's the plan. That's absolutely. We need a tighten up compound. We're at headquarters. For real. Right from Miami. Live there in Miami. Yeah, but uh, cool. so now I mean, you get to breathe a little bit and then start uh, get the shows going and all that for the new album. Uh, what, what's the next time you guys are playing? No, we're ready. Our next show actually is going to be in November. We're playing Via Calori. Um, it's a gonna, great event. Yeah, it is. We we um, they found us last year, and it was one of those things as a new band you don't know who's watching or who's peaked an ear so we're like chilling and i'm like looking at our email I'm like wait you guys via calori like they said 
they want us to play their festival. So and I'm the lame cool. one, and I'm like, what's Sevilla Calori? Oh, no, 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 and that no. was me. Like yeah. I said, that was the I was the I lame one of that. And but I was like, it's the paint. And festival. I'm like, oh, what they, they paint sidewalks yes. here oh, in this like, festival. Oh yeah, okay, sure, let's do it. Yeah, and that's the um, annual event for the Center for Hearing and Speech, um, and it's a great, beautiful event uh, over uh, Saturday and Sunday on, in November. We're also playing the Harvest Festival at Last Concert Cafe. No, and that's November third. November third. Yeah. Um, and then I think we have an art show in November as well. So we have a few things coming up before the end of the year. Just keep tuned to our website. We just did Earth Day. Earth Dance. Yes, we Earth did Dance. that. Sorry. Sorry. That. I, I, I saw that. Right. I saw that on your Facebook page. Yeah. Earth Dance. It's like I, I didn't know what that was, was and cool. then I looked and it's like, cool. man, well, I, I could have been. It was been, basically. Tighten up, went in and saved the earth, kind of a deal. Yeah, it, was like a, it was like a green initiative where we just came. There were a lot of problems with the the earth and global warming and stuff like that, and we stepped in and I think you just patched said we things all up. The right. I mean, earth it was just wind. a thing we felt like we needed to do. Fire. Earth. We had to get in there and fix all the uh, all the earth stuff. So we got that knocked out. And now we're just on to other shows and stuff. So just at this point, it's like, hey, how do we fix, fix some more of the potholes in Houston? Yeah, we're on it. Pretty much. We're working on it. That's yeah, what's great. Like after, you know, we're back to pothole patrol now. That's how you know the, the Harvey stuff and all the earth is fixed. <laughs> pothole patrol, which That's also we keep we're gonna have he something to do with. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna get on that pothole patrol probably next year. Work on See that a little bit. <laughs> well, you guys have done a great job with global warming. So Thank I appreciate you. that. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're doing our best, man. Yeah. We're doing what we can, you know? Yeah. But uh, also, you know, you've done a great job with, with making some really excellent, badass funk music, and which the world needs more funk music. Yes. Yes, we do. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice we're here. So with the, the new album out, where can people go online and download it? Where can they get that? Well, the... Space on the internet is www.tightenupband.com. And that is T I G H T N U P B A N D.com. You can click on the music page, and we have all of our digital download links. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Microsoft, Groove, all of that. Um, Amazon. You can also get the CD from our website as well at shows. So, like, it's available. Just go to our website. That's basically the best place to get anything that you want outside of coming to a show and getting it live. Yeah, We'd love to list. see your face. T-shirts, pins, lighter, lighters, bottle openers, bed sheets, toilet paper, pinatas, koozies. Bottle opening lighters. Hugs. Free hugs. Yes, hugs. Free hugs. Hugs. Multi-purpose Kisses. items. <laughs> You're going to get a good little kiss from Lou, baby. <laughs> if you throw that in on every album. <laughs> million copies sold. Take it up. Take it up. <laughs> All right, well. 
You guys make some badass music, and I always appreciate hanging out with you guys. Thank Last you. time was over at Satellite Bar, which was way too long yeah. ago, too yeah, much time in between. Yeah. So it's good to see all of y'all here at Drink of Ages Pub. All right, everybody, go check them out. Tighten up, and man, look them up online. You will find all the information that you need. Uh, this is Drink of Ages. We got to wrap the show up now because we want to hear some more Tighten Up here at the pub. And listen to any of the old shows sponsored by Buffalo by Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. You can find it also on iTunes. And this show is sponsored by Bell's Brewery Oktoberfest. Get out there and get some of that. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Astros, good job. Yeah. Go Astros. Go Astros. Keep Go. kicking ass. I uh, can't wait for this postseason. Can't Astros. wait for it. Eighth Wonder. Eighth Wonder. I want to thank Eighth Wonder Brewery, Ron Soroka, for hanging out, and Mark Austin from the Convoy Group. Uh, both, of those, both, both of those individuals have done a tremendous amount of stuff for the Houston beer scene and the music scene. So it was great hanging out with those guys. We're going to do some more of that here after the show. A lot of things that can't be aired on the ESPN radio. Uh, so let's go ahead and be done. Drink of Ages. Talk to you all next week.